0: Forever Dog
1: Rose and Jamie are two best friends and they love sex and the city And they couldn't help but wonder Do you love it too? Oh, Carrie Miranda, Samantha Cosmo Charlotte, Charlotte, cheese so many teeth every single dudes all the dudes and we couldn't help but wonder jamie lee and rose cerno i'm jamie lee and i'm rose jennifer cerno i i can't i can't <laughs> with these new intros okay and this is couldn't help but, but wonder wonder a podcast where we talk about sex in the city and how it relates to, to us. us oh my good golly god Today is such a special episode.
0: Today is a big day. Ar-
1: Today is a big damn day. We are, well, last week we did the finale, which, I mean, huge, huge, huge things are yeah. happening. Um, mm-hmm. And then this week we are doing our classic wrap-up show. But this is like, I guess, a wrap-up of the series, which is mm-hmm. fucking wild. <laughs> and, of course, we brought in an excellent guest, Um, one of my dear friends, Fucking hysterical stand up comedian and writer of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Have you heard of it? Is that the name of the show? Yeah, The Marvelous yeah. Mrs. Maisel. It is the Marvel. Okay, for some reason, I, I was like, I feel like that's one of those titles that I'm like, I, I could see myself being like, Mrs. Maisel. Like, I don't know. Anyways, whatever. Point is, yeah. today we have Allison <laughs> Libby. Allison Libby, welcome to the program.
0: We're so Hi, thrilled. Hey, oh, you. I miss you both so much. This is such a treat.
1: I know. Ugh. I have to say, Allison. Basically 10 years ago when I was doing stand-up, Allison was like one of my main hoes in the mix. And so funny, so hardworking. And, you know, we live in different cities now. And just seeing your face is filling my heart with joy.
0: A delight. This is wonderful. I'm so happy to be here for such a seminal episode. You know, It is
1: so seminal. (laughs) (laughs) So much semen. There's so much semen in it. What? I did some research ahead of this app. And I found out something really interesting about the real Mr. Big, which I think is kind of significant. So the real Mr. Big was the publisher of Vogue magazine, and he was Ron Gagliotti, and he was half Jewish, half Italian, which is so interesting because they make Big like a Catholic yeah, John. it's an interesting kind of waspy, honestly.
0: Yeah, very very waspy.
1: And and there's some uh, I just read this incredibly long. New York magazine piece from 2004 by Jay McInerney, who's like a famous New York writer. And he did this like really in-depth profile about the real Mr. Big, which is Ron Gagliotti. And he kind of described him. And this is um, like 12 years before like Trump became president or anything. And he describes him as kind of like a Jewish Italian Trump. Like he's always taught, like really like getting in that he like has a Ferrari and is always, Mm -hmm. um, like, here's some quotes I found directly from the real Mr. Big, okay? Fascinating. Let's have it. All right. Okay, there's two of them. First of all, the thing about being half Italian and half Jewish, you don't know whether to steal it or try and get it cheaper. Okay, wow. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, that's are. a hate <laughs> crime. The cheap seats in the back. Um, yeah. It's
0: comedy. Yeah. Okay,
1: that's, the second one. Okay. Jay McInerney says, this is not a quote directly from Gagliotti. This is from Jay McInerney, who wrote the article. He said, He was dating Janice Dickinson at the time in 2004. Mm. Um, So he called Janice babe. Women who are not present were broads. He seemed to bring his Ferrari into the conversation out of nowhere. As in, I heard this interesting thing on the radio the other day when I was driving to the Hamptons in my Ferrari. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) refers to their car by the brand. Yeah. Yeah. Even if yeah. someone was like, I jumped in my Honda, I'd be like, <laughs> I was going to Well, that's a detail I don't need. <laughs> Wait, I really want someone to like name drop their Honda Civic constantly. So I took a trip to um, <laughs> Sorry, the popped DMV in Siena yeah. and drove down the one. The mountains yeah. are nothing Whoa, like they are
2: when I'm in my Acura. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the sound
0: system in my used bug. <laughs> um. <laughs> look when i'm in my smart car nothing else matters (laughs) nothing else
1: matters (laughs) but the thing is that's interesting is he says that this guy actually is kind of charming like he i mean listen trump is like an evil person but But I think he had some kind of charm, which is why he was able to have power. But he was saying that this guy is like obviously kind of insecure and showy, but also like really sweet and actually like lovely. So it's kind of an Mm. interesting mix and like ended up being like a real family guy and had a really intense life. He had a son who died when he was four. Mm. And then he was like really scared to settle down and get married again because he was so scared of like. Losing a child and being a father again. So part of his like playboy thing came from him being like terrified of being a dad,
2: and wow. then That's he, super
1: interesting. And then he got over it and got married and has a five. Well, at the time in two thousand four, has a five year old daughter named Abigail. And Jay McInerney was saying like, when Abigail was present, like they had you know dinner at the house. He's always had an eye on her, and he's like, I have a kid too, but I don't watch them that much. But it makes sense considering. What happened to his son. So he's like always watching Hmm. his daughter, which is an interesting background on who Mr. Big was based on. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And she said that she called called him Mr. Big in real life. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. In her New York Observer column, she called him Mr. Big because she said he had a huge personality and he lit up the room and every it sounds like he was kind of like a fun you know, half yeah. Italian, half Jewish, big personality, worked in publishing, knew yeah. everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. They really lose uh, the half Jewish part.
1: And the half Italian. Yeah. There's
0: so nothing Jewish about no, Mr. Big. It's like it the least Jewish like character like on television.
1: Yeah. No, oh, Mr. Big on. Yeah, no. The real on the one. Show, the
2: real one. Yeah, on the or I'm no, sorry. No, the, the character.
1: He's like never. He's the real one to me. me. Also, yeah. Allison, yeah, I me. had <laughs> big beef on the show that the only Jewish representation is like the like they try and make Harry as literally unappealing as possible, and yeah, they like, like make him like disgusting, like he's right. like wiping his butt and balls on the white sofa. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: just like I sweating like the all Jewish the time. I feel like
1: presentation is kind of disgusting.
0: It's pretty bad. And also, just like that, that's like you're in New York City, and this is the first Jewish guy Charlotte dated, like her divorce attorney. How, yeah, come like, on, not guys. even a
1: half Jew. Like on the you upper were, east like, side, tr- you were you trying, can't a rock you were without. deliberately <laughs> trying not to date a <laughs> yes. Jew. Like, yes. yeah. Um, wait, so Al, just to just to get into your like history with the show, like what yeah. when when did you first watch it? How do you feel about it? What's your history with SATC?
0: Good. good I question. watched it when it was on, um, when it was on same. HBO, like when it aired, yes. and I remember watching the finale, like when I was like a sophomore in college, maybe yeah. was when that was. It was like two thousand four, three. Anyway, I have no idea, but like I remember like watching, and it was like such a big but it's like, you know, I'm sure this is something that you guys have talked about, but it's like I watched it and, and like took it in as like a like 15 to 19 year old. And like now when I like watch it, which I do enjoy, like when I catch it on TV or like I'll throw it on in the background sometimes. It's like a great funny. It's like a funny show. But it's I'm like, so oh, funny. now that I'm the age of the women in the show, I'm like, this is both like way more relatable and also like way wrong in so many ways um yeah I how do you, love, do you but feel like it? the
1: show has aged for you
0: i think like i think there's some things that just like from that era don't age because, like, of what our culture was. Do- I think, like, the way it handles, like, anything besides, uh, like, heteronormative relationships. It's just like, oh, you guys, like, weren't there. And I know most of the country wasn't there. But, like, boy, does it is it hard to be like, this was 20 years ago when Carrie said bisexual people don't exist. Like, I just. Wow. OK. Bold. A whole, right. e- a whole episode about. That. Yeah. Right.
1: Also, it is so interesting to be. I mean, we've said this before, but, like. To be a sex writer, like for that to really be how you make your money. Yeah. And Rose did that. Rose like actually was a Carrie Bradshaw. Mm -hmm. And like you, Rose, I feel like in the articles I've known that you've written, it was all about exploration and opening your mind and- delving into things that, you know, maybe seem slightly taboo, but definitely not being like, what the fuck is this? Like, to you know, me it's funny. So, yeah. You know, it's funny, Allison, when you said like bisexuals don't exist. How crazy is that? I think that's an interesting example. Maybe I'm being annoying right now because, OK, I think a lot of people now still feel that way. Yes. Like No, I. I, I oh, for, sure. For totally. some reason. I even think people are much more accepting of like gays and lesbians than they are of bisexuals. And I have to say, I dated a bi guy like six or seven years ago, and I like to think of myself as like so open. And that was actually like hard for me. And I'm not saying that to brag. That's not cool of me. But I don't know why it was challenging. Yeah, but I feel like if you were to write about it, it would come from a place of like, let's figure this out. Not like, right. or like, let's figure this outside of real? No,
2: Also of not, also not like the person in front of me who's saying that they're by they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%.
1: It, but, but I do think for some reason, and this is toxic masculinity working its way inside of women, because what I thought in my head was the toxic masculinity that affects men and women, which is like. Men who sleep with other men are always going to be secretly gay and they're just not there yet or something, which is right. totally unfair and right. Not true, but I feel like we've all been brainwashed to think that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: It's just like funny because like Carrie was supposed to be this like progressive, like down for whatever. And like, I feel like her column in the show is basically just like a Zenga diary. And then like <laughs> What's actual Zanga. Like, remember Zanga Diaries? X-A-N-G-A. It was like oh, pre-blogs. It's kind oh, of like wow.
2: early, like, live journals. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, a live yeah.
0: journal. And I feel like that was, like, how she she was like, I'm just going to write stuff that happens to me. And it's like, that's not, I mean, okay. But, like, that's not that interesting. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> Like right, As
2: right. opposed to,
0: like, what I think sex writing has evolved into, which is, like, yes, a much and also- more interesting and broad, like, you know, consideration of, like, what, you know, our sexuality can be like.
1: Also, you know, like to to write only about your experiences, it's it's so interesting because it's like on paper like column-wise, like week to week column-wise. Like her her life was somewhat vanilla. So it's interesting to have a writer who's like completely like singular perspective driven right. versus more like experience driven because she doesn't really have that many experiences in a lot of ways. I mean... Th-
0: She's a rich white lady. Like, Yeah, exactly. Only so much happens to only her. Only so much yeah. happens. There's only so <laughs> Another much... Another because- good week for me. I disagree on this one. Another good week for me. So
1: funny. Another good week for me. I actually disagree. And I have to say, when I was in New York doing that kind of writing, there was a lot of really talented people that do that kind of writing that I love. And I I think just because she's white doesn't make it less interesting. Like, I think that her dating, I mean... If you enjoy watching the show, that's just her going on different dates, which I well, enjoy course. watching and reading about. Right. So I actually don't mind. I'm just mind. saying if she were a real person, I don't know that that column would really do I it I mean, that's me. what Carly Sorrentino does for Vogue. <laughs> yeah, but, and, that's, but she's like, yeah, I feel like she's a little more, I don't know. I disagree. I, has I think a little that, more flavor. I mean, that's what Candace Bushnell literally did for two years that turned that's into true. the show. So yeah. I don't mind that at all. And I have to say, as somebody who did that, like... It, it's actually really hard um, when you have to use because I was like a, a dating writer. And so I'd have to like particularly go on crazy, interesting dates to have oh, stuff to write about. God. And it was actually sometimes really stressful. <laughs> like I always had to like invent these crazy scenarios. Like I remember once I went on OKCupid and went on a date with somebody. I pitched the story where it was my exact opposite match. Like they tell you like you're 99% like compatible. I chose somebody that was like 1% compatible and we had a horrible date, (laughs) (laughs) of course. And I tried to try and make it this interesting story. So I like totally was like, Yeah, you know, we really got along better than I thought. Whereas like in real life, it was just like an absolute dud. So that kind of writing is actually very hard to do, I think. Totally. Um,
2: It was just a testament to the power of the algorithm. (laughs) It's like, turns out they nailed it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this
1: guy sucks. I also (laughs) once like for Cosmo had to use, you know, in Cosmo, I was always having to. Have weird sex. So they would like give me a toy and be like, have sex with someone with this toy and then like write about it. And sometimes I was single. So I'd have to call exes and be like, hey, I've got a weird toy. I mean, oh. it's like my job. Right. Work. I, I was like, you don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but this is my job. Like
0: <laughs> wow. So I'm sure this will be a great sexual experience for me to write about if yeah. neither of us is a Yeah, it's going
1: to come from a really a really excited place. Yeah,
2: I want to be clear this is going to be a transaction the entire yeah. time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I have much respect for that kind of writing. It's really hard I, to I do. I feel like everything I read about your I just think like it is surprising to me. I stand by my point. It's surprising to me. That Carrie Bradshaw is a sex writer. And I feel like everything I've read by you, Rose, is like there is an exploration there. And I don't feel like she's explored. Yes, stories. she's close minded. That's I agree with what you. I'm talking about. It's strange to be a sex writer who is close minded. I agree. Yes. And also, it's not like she's like a lot of great writers who write first person stuff, they're like, you know, even what I said about a bisexual guy, it's all about me questioning my own judgments. Right. And like, why am I like this? As opposed to like, this is Being what I Being like, are they real? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it's, 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 it's very little self-exploration That's her. my point. Yes. And yes. I find it so fascinating for that to be your line of work. By the way, if it started from that place, if we're talking just from a writing, st- TV writing standpoint, if it started from that place, I would get it. But it never grew into... Yeah. More like, oh, you know, oh, it never built upon itself. It always reset to zero, which is part of like episodic writing. writing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get. But also there are other things, other storylines that built over the course of the season. So it's interesting to me that her sex career stayed pretty linear. That's interesting, Jamie. I think you bring up a really good point because it's like there was one tiny episode Where she went to therapy, did not like what the therapist said, because the therapist was like, you need (laughs) to look at yourself. And she never did it again and never approached it again. So it's almost like the only way this particular character functions is with like zero
0: self-reflection. Yeah. That's scary. That's scary.
1: (laughs) But also, even when you're talking about like you got a sex toy, it's like. Imagine the episode where she gets a sex toy she's supposed to try. She'd be like, whoa, like, it vibrates. You'd be like, OK, Carrie, we need to talk. Like, yeah. this is your fucking industry. Job. Like, you're open. really right about that. You also don't know any other like sex writers or like it's just like it's interesting to have it come from that viewpoint. And again, I'm not minimizing what think Candace right. Bushnell did. I think that it's just I mean, and they are going to reboot the show. I'm curious if she'll be a little more curious. You know what? Now that you said that, Jamie, the real sex writer, it would be Samantha. Obviously, obviously, Mm -hmm. obviously, but you know what? I almost think it's just a semantics thing because she's not that experimental with sex, but I do semantics. Yes. Like, I, need I need to die. I should die. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.
0: I'm siding off.
1: I'm dying. I'm going
0: to go die.
2: Oh, Jamie loves.
1: No, no, no. I'm dead. I think that um, Carrie is a dating writer. She's a woman who's single yes. who wants to be yeah. married. And she's writing yeah. about trying yes. to get married. Yes. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yes. It's not sex in the city. It's find a husband in the city. Yeah. In the city. Yep. Exactly. I have questions for Allison. Yes. Oh, wait, let's start with. okay. so we usually start every episode and we have sort of derailed from this today, which is (sighs) fine. But we usually start by saying who we were this week. So you can pick it could be one of the girls or literally like Stanford or whoever, whoever's in the show. Um, and you just say who who you were this week and why you were. And that. then Jamie and I will go first so you can get a vibe for okay. it. Oh, yes, yeah. get a vibe. Get a vibe. Go, Give me a vibe. Go, Hang go. Out. But you go first, Rose. I don't okay. know. Okay. I would say I'm a full carry because okay. I've been spending a lot of money lately, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I make more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having $30 lunches and just throwing down left and right and I think because I'm vaccinated and my back is feeling mm. better and it's hot girl summer and I'm feeling good, yes. I'm starting to get into my um, irresponsible capitalism vibe, which is my normal vibe. So I think that's a classic yeah. carry to just be yeah. like, I only have eight dollars in my bank account. I should probably put these shoes on credit cards. So yes. I think that's really my vibe right now. These, these days is like sort of a how fast can you spend? Shop till I, I drop. Well, also the weather's nice and it's like I, you just get into that mode of being also, like it's all possible. Like spring yes. has sprung, you know, <laughs> like new beginnings. It's and like, I forgot how expensive being a woman is, like the beauty maintenance, like especially nice. in your late 30s, where it's like the skin stuff starts to get very expensive. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't do that shit for a year. Like I didn't do Botox, I didn't do facials, I didn't like really dye my hair. And now it's like, oh. All coming back. Can I say yeah. something about facials? There's this dermatologist that I follow because I used to get facials kind of a lot. Your I skin, skin is amazing, Jamie. Yeah, that's you have just from skin. that's unreal that you're saying that to me. I had literally the worst fucking acne of anybody I'd ever seen for so long. So when it people looks say great, that, I'm like that's actually great. crazy to me. But it's mostly just from drinking water. But wow, good. Cool. Um, and like that actually is like a thing that I've noticed. I'm like, okay. Oh yeah, when I increase my water intake, my yeah. skin like fully changed. It's so it annoying helps. when it actually is true, you know? I know because it's like. You want to believe in a product and then it's right. like, it's actually not a product. Just That's water. so fucking annoying. I just want to like pay my way to beauty. Anyways. I know. So, <laughs> same. so, um, but I, I follow this dermatologist on Instagram and she's beautiful skin and she's super knowledgeable and like always does these short videos where I learn something different about whatever skincare or anything. And she was saying that facials are like kind of a myth and that. <laughs>
0: they're really relaxing and you, Oh, you have, I don't know if it's the same thing, but I've seen this idea put out by a dermatologist. I don't know if there's
1: like an anti facial league that's happening or something, but (laughs) with all the dermatologists, but yeah, it's more of like a spa treatment. It's not actually necessary. And when you go to facialists, they always go like, when was the last time you had a facial? And you're like, mm, like three months ago. And they're like, okay, well, you should step it up or whatever. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and and I'm, uh, it's it turns out it's all bullshit. Like, just take care of your skin at night, and like, you don't have to get one unless you want to. I believe so, that a thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. I was, I Buying thought it was really calming. I was like, oh, I can stop spending money on that.
0: Yeah, that's nice, freeing. It is nice. Spend right? that money on something else. Yeah,
1: put <laughs> it towards something else I don't need. Yeah. Another thing, too, that's important to remember is like when you go to your cosmetic dermatologist or whatever, like when I go to my Botox guy, he tries, he's always like recommending these particular products that are so expensive and they sell them there. And I think he gets oh, a cut of it. So of it's course. like, yeah, they want you to use their $350 night moisturizer, but I use CeraVe and it's exactly the same. Absolutely. Like, yeah. My sunscreen is, uh, oh God, what is that one? La Mer. No, no. It's from it's like Userin or something. Hmm. It sounds Oh yeah. It just sounds like a is disease. Good? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's or great. Like a medication SPF 30.
2: Yeah. It sounds like something you can be diagnosed with. Yeah.
1: yeah. I definitely suffer from you <laughs> use. I use, yeah, I have userism. Um, I've had it for a long time. What is it? Userism. <laughs> we're going
0: to use, we're going to userize, we're
1: you, gonna
2: userize
0: <laughs> you. Yeah. But anyways,
1: their SPF 30 lotions. Awesome. And I've used it for years and it costs oh. like nine bucks. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, a lot of times when somebody with gorgeous skin is like, it's this amazing product. It's like, it's genetics, like, bitch. You know, You've always your fucking genetics. And if you're drinking a lot of water, I do think that makes a big difference. I also, really am, like, cheese and dairy gives you tons of more pimples and whiteheads. Yeah, totally. I My skin gets. In fact, I used to not think I had any dairy issues. And then recently I'm like, I do think I'm lactose intolerant. Like just in terms uh, of just like, push through it, Jamie. Yeah. I, yeah, I, know. I mean, it is so delicious. It's more it's more like milk or like half and half. That's I when drink I feel like milk, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well who are you this week, Jamie? Yeah, who oh, are you? Oh, right, right, right. Um, I too <laughs> was <laughs> I too was um probably a full Oh, wait. I was in LA. So I guess I'm all four of the girls when they take their LA trip. I was there for four days. Um, which is a very short um, three days? How long was I there, Skylar? Three days?
2: Uh the thirty first to the three. second.
1: Yeah, I'm like I think that... So I think that's four. It felt like a very quick trip. It also, because I am separated, I stayed in a hotel, which was fucking. Oh, thank you, Skylar, for. Sorry. Um, <laughs>
2: I have this giant but- <laughs> calendar back here that helps me count.
1: But no, I stayed in a hotel. I didn't see friends. It was just like I know, a I was very so yeah. sad. I know I I him so so. I hated that I yeah. I couldn't see anybody. I just it just got to be really I made a doll out of my own hair of you and how to hang out. It was really <laughs> Well, fun. you can say you can just send that to me. You can send that to me. Um, don't keep that. But um <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, it was just very strange. It, it was like... Was it fun? It was did just, you have a good time? Fun? I, yeah, I mean, I was working the entire time, so was it just promoting your show? Yeah, I was a lot of... Yeah, I did, like, Winnie Cummings podcast and, um, some other things, uh, like, uh, Fortune Start. a lot of podcasts, mostly, cool. but Winnie's awesome. Whitney, is in person, so you have to, like, be there. Um, yeah. but... Yeah. It was just a very busy trip, but it was just strange. Like being in LA in almost actually is very much like sex in the city because when they were in LA and we talked about this during those LA episodes, remember how they were like on the sunset strip the whole time. And we were like, that is not our LA. Like their LA is like so creepy and like fugazi. And I, yeah, I just, yeah, I felt like mine was not that I, I, I really liked the hotel I stayed in and like it wasn't it was actually in Beverly Hills but it wasn't like a Beverly Hills hotel. It was very I unpretentious love and Hills Me too. Oh, It was yeah. just um it was just like not your typical. I was kind of nervous about staying in Beverly Hills cuz it's so weird over there and it it was like very nice and easy. I have to say so. I'm feeling triggered because I'm talking to two beautiful Jewish women who used to live in LA and were like actually fuck that and now live in New York.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But we could be there at any moment. At any point, I could have to be there and I would just go there because I love money. Here we go. Yeah, (laughs) And really, my my love of money trumps my love of New York, unfortunately. Allison,
1: who the hell were you this week and why?
0: Who the hell? God, tell us. I guess I'm a Miranda's baby because I don't remember anything that <laughs> happened before today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that's so that's amazing. Like oh You're like, what God, did you do I'm this obsessed. week? And I'm like, today? What day <laughs> yeah. is it?
1: Um, oh my God. I also love using Miranda's baby. <laughs> instead of Brady. <laughs> instead of Brady. Brady. I don't know I why Miranda's it.
0: baby made me laugh so <laughs> no, hard. No, that's incredible. Oh, I love that. I uh, I guess what defined my week. Aside, I did buy a handbag, so I feel like that's, oh, Mary Carey. that's well, very carry.
2: That's very Miranda's hunting, baby.
0: Hu- it's so Brady. Yeah, it's yeah. So Brady. Brady's.
2: He's a handbag head.
0: Yeah, he is such a purse I have whore. been <laughs> hunting. He really is. Uh, for years for a <gasps> '90s Coach bucket bag. Oh, can I see uh, it? Oh, dang! Yeah, I'll show it okay, to you. wow. But like the problem with. The, the vintage coach bucket bags of the 80s and 90s is if you had one you wore it to death because it was your everyday bag okay. so like if they're on you know ebay or like the re- like they're always just like super beat up or like 700 mm. which i'm never gonna pay for a coach bag oh but i found God. one for for a reasonable price can you tell us the price um yeah it was like 220 bucks my
1: grandma would be oh. so proud of you for finding that oh. on sale. yeah
0: um, I was like, that's like the price of a Madewell bag. Yes. I'll like drop yes. it in the chat. I'll drop it in the chat here. Okay, however, I, see. I do that. Also, oh, I'm remembering
1: like, when I first met Allison. She and her best friend Divya had this hilarious fashion blog where they. Oh showed my the god! Yes. I remember that heavy browsing. Yeah, heavy browsing was hilarious. You guys showed the the worst fashion and then did hilarious jokes on it.
0: It was so much fun. That oh, was yeah. such a funny this is so blog. Pretty.
1: Wait, did you get a green one?
0: I got green. Beautiful. I got a dark green, oh, emerald green, oh, gorgeous. 90s coach bucket gorgeous. bag. I feel like my everyday I don't risk. understand
1: purses. It's like the one thing I don't get. Like, I don't know what makes a good purse, believe it or not. <laughs> Anything. Whatever you Me want. Me neither. I also don't change purses that often. I have like three Me bags. And I, it's pretty heavy rotation. It's been the same ones for like four years. My favorite purse that I wear every day is this. That's oh. amazing. It's just yeah. a bunch of
0: boobs. It,
1: just, guys, what we're looking at is different types different of, it looks tits. like hand-painted tits yeah, on a, on a, t- on a tote.
0: tote. Tits on a my, tote. My, like, tits on a tote. Um, yeah, my I have a small 80s coach purse. Okay. And then I have a giant, co- like, a collection of cotton totes that I just, like, throw shit in. And then, yeah. like, I always have, like, one large one. And mine just finally wore out. And I was like, I guess I'll be going out to places again soon. I, I could yeah. buy a bag. So a, a little Carrie, a little Miranda's baby. I also burnt the living fuck out of the roof of my mouth eating cheese. Oh. So a little Steve, I think. Oh, wait. A
1: good one. Hot, hot, it was like hot Steve. cheese or sp- wait, hot cheese like a physical temperature or a spicy cheese
0: that no, no, no like hot, like I. Flamin' hot um, cheese. and hot. <laughs> no, I like baked. I did like baked feta with chickpeas and like just it went from like under the broiler to the roof of my oh. mouth in like sixty-five oh. seconds. Wait, I Allison, think it was a second-degree burn. That you couldn't wait one second. <laughs> Well, like I ate a bite of the chickpeas and they were not that hot because chickpeas don't get very hot. And so I was like, oh, so this is all fine. I like put a little bit of feta on bread and like scooped a tomato on it and like bit into it. And I could feel (gasps) it like sear. Like I like I could like hear it. I've been unable to eat like anything but very soft, very mild foods for like. I just was able to eat, like, regular foods yesterday. It was, like, five days. Okay, wait, Allison,
1: you actually made me think that as far as who I was this week, I'm also... I have to add to that a Miranda because Miranda seems like the one who gets, like, a little bit into weird funks where she's, like, eating out of the trash and stuff. Because I have been... Um really obsessed with Top Chef to the point where like Ugh. as soon as the sun goes down, I watch like <laughs> six hours, like almost every yes. night. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and there's a part Good. of me that's I like support ah. this. No, but there's a part of me that's like, is that like the first sign of depression to watch that much television at once very no. regularly? Yeah, you're a TV. You're a TV consumer, that's writer. Sure. Yeah. Enthusiast. And also like,
0: I feel like as we're still like climbing out of the pandemic, it's I'm not like we're like, going out, yeah. Sh- and also a show like Top Chef, like, it's the same people every week. They're on a journey. Like, it's emotion. I think, like, Top Chef is a very emotional television program. And I'm so, just like,
1: that's And fine. then there's the food it, component, which is, like, you can, sp- like, quite so literally fun. sink your teeth into that as well. Yes. So it's, it's like. It's so
0: good. I think it's yeah, the best. It's so, one of the best reality shows. Agreed. It is.
1: That's why it's been on for, like, 73 seasons. Yeah. It's Do we like, agree yeah. that Tom Colicchio is cute? Yes. What does he look like besides himself <laughs> as a famous person? He looks
0: like Cal Ripken, which is a Baltimore reference just for me. Oh, um, I
1: don't know. I, I know the He's name, a baseball but I, player yes, on the yes. Orioles.
0: Like, it, you it would looks, not
1: know. He's, he's kind of like a hot Dr. Evil a little. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A little. Good one, Jamie. Thanks.
0: I have his uh, first book from yeah. when he was at Gramercy Tavern. And I don't know. Oh, that was where he was at. Oh,
1: I love Gramercy Tavern. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Me too. It's um, a good restaurant.
0: On his his author photo on the back of the book or like on the jacket, he has hair. It's like from that long. Ago. What? He hair? Good. He has like Bruce Willis vibes. So he, I feel like he's good without it. Yeah, he looks much. great without he, it. He looks yeah. great without hair. You know what, Harry, the the actor who
1: plays Harry, uh, I guess oh, yeah. on Instagram, he just posted a picture of himself with hair. When he was oh, wow. in his twenties, he looks totally different.
2: Wow. Wow. Oh. So anyway, Sex and City. I gotta city. see that.
1: Wow. Okay, so bringing it back, we're bringing it back. Yeah, do you have a favorite episode, Allison? Do you have an episode that you'll never forget that you just fucking love?
0: <sighs> there's, I mean, I will say that there's, like, a lot of love in the finales for me, or, like, in finales in general, but, like, the finale episodes, like, especially, like, I would say that, like, shockingly, the finale works as cry porn for me in yes. a way that I'm, I'm surprised by, and it's it's not... Carrie and Big, it's um, Miranda. Mm-hmm. And like oh, when absolutely. she's like giving her mother-in-law a bath Please. and like Magda like I, I clocks chills. her. Chills. It, like it chills. will, like I would tear up right now if I keep talking. It's like, it's. I think it's because I'm like, I aspire to have that kind of emotion one day. <laughs> I thought
1: like, you were going to say, I aspire to have that relationship with my cleaning lady.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's growing. And I'm, like, Thank you. <laughs> but like, I feel like that's so it's so touching but it's also so just like deeply sad because it's like it's a good thing for miranda that she's like evolving as a woman and a mother and a caretaker but also it's like now also this is like about like the end of steve's mom's life and about loss and about aging and like i just think there's so it's like very surprising to me because like usually i don't think of sex in the city as like particularly emotional like even the breakups and the whatever but like that gets me and -hmm. then i just like the old episodes where they had the um the testimonial to camera, like little like the first in, like, episode of season one. Yeah, I think they're so funny. Like they're just like I just it's love just that jokes. as a device. It's so fun. Everything can't, like, I write, I
1: want to have two camera. Like I just fucking too. love it's two camera.
0: So funny and like I'm sad they lost it. I get why they did like or where the show went, but it's just like it's fun. It's like. That guy'd be like, my wife's over on... She's an idiot. She belongs on Idiot Island. And you're like, that's just funny. That's just funny. <laughs> you know what? I yeah, say,
1: Everyone did it. I forgot. Everybody, well, every... The, like, ancillary characters talked to camera. They had, was, like... What were you going to say, Sky? I was
2: going to say, it's a little, like, like, old school real world, where it's like, we're going to just yeah. toss to the people of New York, and they're going to give us their perspective on yeah. this week's question. Yeah, you're
1: right. You're Obviously, right. Obviously, I don't want to give him props, but Woody Allen started that in the 70s with, like random like him talking to random people on the street so what do you think about uh, women can they ever really i mean he really started that and that's a really funny rom-com trope to yeah. do yeah yeah and also yeah it's so interesting because it's such a again just to get to the like writing part of it, it is a big device to remove once the show's on the air like it's right a pretty big format swing yeah To then be like, I think we're going to drop that. And like, we're not going to get people's
0: perspectives.
1: It's just, it's interesting. I have to say, I do agree with you, Allison, that it adds a lot of jokes, but I actually think that it was a good choice to ditch it because I I think that the the relationship between the four girls, women is strong enough that you don't need these pop outs, which makes it a little less grounded and a little more of like a comedy. Right. Right. Which is ultimately why they. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, like, wanted, like, a show that has, like, depth. And I think that they have that. But, like, I just love... I was just watching Wayne's World, too, because it was oh, on TV my right God, before this. Re-watched. And it's just, like... It's all jokes. Every line a joke. is a it's joke. A joke. And, Everything's like, a joke. It's jokes about making the movie. It's jokes, yep. like, to camera. But it's jokes, like... It yeah. was in- genius. There's nothing funnier. It's, there's nothing funny. And I, like, I remember it's limitless. seeing those movies. There's yeah.
1: literally, like, nothing... There's nothing that that movie doesn't do. Like, I they're remember. not, like... It's not trying to be a certain type of movie. It's just trying right. to be like the com- funniest possible. Yes, that's movie. Yes. a good way to put and it. They Sorry, succeeded. I interrupted you I'll Keep going.
0: Oh, just that, like, I, as a writer and a viewer, like, want there to be more comedies like that. And they're just Like, everybody's like, what if it's uh, sadness with four jokes? And everybody's like, this yeah. is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, can you please bring back Wayne's World and do the right. like, visual bits? That's why Barbara right.
1: Star right. was a revelation, right. I
2: think. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. You know what it was, was so one of my fun. funniest, My one of my favorite stupid jokes in um, Wayne's world. I mean, there's so many of them. Every second of that movie is funny. Yeah. But when Garth is like wearing head to toe Reebok and he's like, it's just really sad when people just start to like
0: (laughs) (laughs) That whole run that they do with all the branded stuff is so funny. Mike Myers is
1: unbelievable because also... What is that, Harry? It. What is that? So I married an axe murderer. Oh my oh, god, yeah. I'm obsessed. He's that so movie funny. blew my mind. <laughs> I remember seeing that in the theater with my parents. Yes. I had no idea what it was about. They they took me to it, and I remember leaving, being like, "That's maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen." And then I still feel that way. Isn't it crazy when it you see up. something as a kid? It holds. And up. as a kid, with like an immature, like, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like lack of references type right. mind. You totally. still find it funny. And then it also works as an adult. Like it's so weird. You're like, you're almost like divorced from who that person was yet. Both of you enjoyed it. It's just like insane to me.
0: That, yeah. That is the way it works.
1: Also his weird Scottish grandfather. Oh my whatever. God. The pit, the dad, no, his, his parents are from Scotland. Kid, Get yeah. out of the way. You freaking. I head. know. I, I mean, know. that was the worst impression, but I think we know <laughs> the general idea of what that was supposed yes. to be. Kid,
0: move now. <laughs> obsessed but even without like being the heavy comedy like Sex of the city did like have a lot of very 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 I, my friends and i still like well when we call each other every once in a while the episode where i think miranda's calling steve yeah she's like and she like oh. calls and she like has she's like hey steve <laughs> hey steve like it's just like very she's very funny she's and amazing. she's like a great so great comedic actress
1: amazing all four yeah. of them are
0: pretty slamming. really good
1: Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, I mean, Kim Cattrall's whole delivery throughout the series, like how she's just kind of like this, like, like she almost has this like fake, like dignified accent of just being like, well, and then you have to suck his dick. Like, it's just very like, (laughs) it's It's just just such a funny funny choice, funny contrast to sound like so aristocratic and then like. You're That's literally just talking about like blowjobs. It's such a funny contrast. It's so
2: funny. Yeah, it's fun. It, like it's like what is it? The mid-Atlantic accent like delivering like let me talk about sucking dick for like
1: yeah, <laughs> every episode. Just, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. I wonder how deliberate that was. In fact. It was deliberate because I've heard her or I've seen her in other things, and she didn't sound like that. Like that was a choice. I don't know who made that choice, yeah. but it was. It's a good up. choice. It's, it's a, a great really comedy good, choice. Really good choice. Yeah. Of all the guys Carrie has dated, Allison and Jamie are there any that stick out to you as people that really remind you of situations you've been in or like, Oh, oh I love totally that question. Dated that guy. Oh,
0: wow. Mm-hmm.
1: There's the alcoholic. There's David Duchovny in the mental like, institution. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's yeah. a Jewish guy with a small
1: <laughs> penis. There's Howie yeah. who's terrible in bed.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. There's the, yeah, there's so. there's so many. Oh, I it's hard for me to like connect like, I feel like so many of my like relationships and the men's I- men I've gone out of- with that were like iconically a thing or whatever were when I was much younger and they don't map as well to mm. like these guys in their thirties because that's like, so true. They all had so many problems and were right. absolute pieces of shit, but like they were twenties pieces of shit in like very specific ways. Whereas like I feel like the guys in Sex and the City are like grown adult men with Who are their horrible. own awful baggage i
1: definitely feel like i not all of them are
0: horrible but i've
1: dated bigs in certain ways which i Mm -hmm. i i feel like just i've dated some really slick charmers who were sort Mm -hmm. of bullshit
0: yeah a lot of those i
1: definitely i mean when when that guy was like jackhammering her (laughs) oh um, yeah well yeah the jackhammer sex i was like oh that's like
0: that's, that's my the 20s. first time that's happened that's to my... her? <laughs> right. That's, I'm like, does she not the, have sex not with anyone of their 30s? she go to college <laughs> or not? <laughs> <laughs> also, the fact that he gets like super pissed at her is also oh a very real God. thing. You're that right. so true. He's like so mad. And it's uh, just like, he's like I made did you love think to this you was?
1: was? I, was, so, like I the... wouldn't have made love to you like that. I wouldn't have made love to you like that. <laughs> <gasps> oh. oh, my God. How about you, Jamie? Any of those? <laughs> any of her guys kind of remind you of, like, been there, done that? And, like, um. I mean, I'm trying to, like, I guess pieces of Aiden in that mm-hmm. hippie kind of dude? I, I, no. I, I More that there's nothing wrong with him. But it's also not right. I feel it. like that is very, that is probably, like, my most common situation is I will... In the past, I like all like have been with someone and I'm like, I can't put my finger on it, but I'm not because like, on paper. Everything's good. Yeah. And he's like, lovely. But it's like, I'm just kind of bored. Yeah. It yeah. Makes sense.
0: I also they had nothing in common. No. Like they mm-hmm. had not one thing in common. Carrie
2: yeah, could have tried making furniture. I think she would have been good at it. She didn't even give it a yeah. try. I right.
0: mean, the
1: scene where the, the whole episode where ego. she <laughs> hated the cabin, I was like, You guys don't like oh, yeah, doing I mean, the thing. Right. This is over. Yeah. I loved what she wore to the cabin. It was like total yeah. like cabin slut porn.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really was it was like cabin cosplay. <laughs> it
1: really was. She was like doing pigtails and
0: like Yeah, LaBella. like it's like a gingham like like sleeveless shirt like yes. tied under her bra and yes. it's like what is this yeah, there's bugs you, you there goofy. you goofball yeah I would need to be able, like head to toe like deep like, mosquito netting
1: <laughs> yeah exactly deet. also it's so funny like they, wait what did you say what did you say Rose like a turtleneck oh just oh, it's yeah. like a bug spray oh, oh, oh yes yes no absolutely um, also it's funny because it's like they weren't like in Arkansas they were in like they weren't like southern stereotype bumpkins they were like in the cat skills or like
2: like, well they carrie even goes back to the city in that episode and then goes back to the cabin so it's like 45 minutes outside
1: the city or something and you're like like what what is this like like beverly hillbillies it's like like hudson it's like beautiful restaurants like like five five? minutes away yeah Yeah, it's It's like like a wine bar literally like around the corner it's four.
2: City people,
1: yes, (laughs) like that's what it's it's the outdoors
2: for city people. Terry's treating it as like as if like they're gonna get power any day out here. Right. also it's like, not like girl. she
1: actually was camping it's not like she was in a tent it's like there was a, right, squ- she was a size bed yeah and then there wasn't the squirrel that she was alarmed by wasn't that outside of
2: it was, was on the window the
1: it was on the window also, a fucking squirrel
0: bitch you've never seen a squirrel you've seen them they're
1: all over the city i'm
2: staring <laughs> but, at them right now
0: as they're are everywhere rats which are worse <laughs> yeah which are way <laughs> worse
1: but she doesn't take the subway i don't even think she knows what a rat
0: is that's true <laughs>
1: so what did you guys well Allison what did you think about
0: her and big ending up together do you have any thoughts on that I like like her with big I think it makes sense I I think like he is what she wants like I think of all of the men she dated like that's the one that like actually makes and also like they've engineered it so that it does make sense because that is the ending but like I just think that like she's kind of they're kind of two sides of the same coin like i think he has a lot of the things she needs that no one else provided which was like this insane stability wealth wise and like true. that's that's real yeah, like that's she true. really yeah. does need that um even though she obviously like is uh, but eventually like provides it for herself she but, needs like, a bit of a daddy though in that way she does and she yeah. needs like someone who's like got his own thing going on and is fine with her i mean that was like the problem with aiden he's like stay home and it's like She's an out out at night. She's gal. an outer. Like, yeah, she's, she's an outie. She's going to be like going to parties and stuff like that. And like, that's also his vibe. And like, I think that those things work together. So, like, I was very happy when they ended up together. It's a New York power couple for sure. Yeah. I think that that's like, and I think status is important to Carrie. It is like, so important. To and her. they don't want to ever admit that. It's like, but that's a real thing. Just be like, right. I understand real it about makes- it. Right. I understand that, like, you know, a viewer, especially somebody who's not in New York or LA, or like um, it, like is not going to understand that that's him. but like that's genuinely important to her and she wanted that and like he has that and no one else did. So
1: I think you're right. I, mean, I guess a, like these are great points. I'm like it's yeah. also because I I I did like I don't. I'm definitely not bothered by them ending up together necessarily. I mean, there's parts of it because he was so shitty to her in so many ways. Yes, yes, but yes. I I yeah. So that that's the part that I don't like is that like. If my friend were in that situation and it's just like kept not working, I think there would be mm-hmm. a big part of me that would be like, it sucks, but like I maybe you just need to let him go um, yes. fully. And I don't like the sloppy seconds element of like I discovered by shitting on you for 40 years that you're the one you're like, oh, right. Cool. Thanks. I just like, had to like marry a 28 year old to figure out that I'd rather be model. with your old ass. Yes, like, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And like it's so funny. But then she chipped her tooth and I wasn't attracted to her anymore. So great. I'm, you know. But yeah, I
2: <gasps> my 28-year-old got broken. <laughs> uh,
1: she was great. She was great when she was 28. Then she turned 29. I was like, yeah, I was just, like what, what the fuck I do I do with this?
2: Like, yeah. <laughs> no one told me. Yeah.
1: How quickly <laughs> um, they go to seed. I love that you brought up the two sides of the same coin. That's exactly right. And there's like almost nothing. There's no amount of logic. To be applied right. when you are so similar as people.
0: Yeah, I think. And also just like, especially because it's on the heels of like how awful. um Alexander is. Yeah, he, he's such a bad fit for her and like has like obviously like some of the qualities of big that like he has the wealth, he has the status or whatever. But he like ultimately like doesn't like her. He just wants another kind of her. He wants, he wants, wants like. Wants, like a pretty lady who's going to be around when I need her, and like Carrie needs to do her own thing. And like I think that Big like has never been someone in the show that like stopped Carrie from doing the things she wanted to do. If That's anything, right. he was like a little too detached. And she's yeah. like, "Can't we do stuff together?" And he's like, "Do your thing. I'll do my thing." But like right. I think like her independence is like weirdly important to her, even though she's a codependent person. <laughs>
2: it's an yeah, interesting point. But like
1: he provided These are that great points. I'm loving this. That's a really really good analysis. Yeah. yeah. Also, when you think about. <laughs> what he like I also think they have and it's sort of unspoken in the show but I think they have like insane sexual chemistry which I feel like Mm -hmm. they kind of touch upon more in the movie which the first movie which we'll get to on this show um but yeah I think that like it's very good I think Big is like a fucking stallion
0: yeah their chemistry reminds me a little bit of Joan and Roger on Mad Men um Mm. Like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You could just tell like these two people, like it's probably not right. And like, of course, like on that show, it's not right for them. But like you could just tell like watching even just like these actors have chemistry. Like there is Mm, an undeniable like crackling energy to that. And I think Chris
1: Noth and SJP do, too. I think so, too. Totally. I also think that and I kind of am just coming to this conclusion in this moment. I also think that even though we were just talking about how big dated the younger girl. I actually think that Big made Carrie feel really young because mm-hmm. he That's really she always was point. like, you old man, you know, you listen yeah. to these sports, like like five five years years songs her. on your what? Yeah, exactly. I know. Exactly.
0: But I think Which for men act- and women is he's basically younger he's than her. Basically,
1: yeah, he's basically <laughs> younger than you. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he she loved calling him old man. And there was that whole run of like, it's not corny. It's classic. Was that from this? Didn't they have something like that when he played? the um yeah, yeah. when he her. plays i think
2: moon river when moon he's river, when they're right. clearing out his apartment and, the, and they, they paint yes. that wall I feel like red. that's where she was yeah.
1: really and then he also like had a heart attack so that kind of ages him yeah. like i think there's there's part of it that makes carrie feel really like fun and playful and like his yeah. little like youthful sex pot yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah i mean she that's also the episode where she dresses as a like hot that's... candy striper oh, too. yeah yeah so there's right. like they are, that's baked into their dynamic like Mm -hmm. the age difference is part of what they like it seems
1: i have to say i think what you said about how similar they are is kind of suddenly hitting me because i think when jamie and i've talked about them together in the past we i mean i can't I, i don't remember but i think we kind of came to like a neutral point where there's like there's pros there's cons it's both romantic and kind of jaded that they're together but i think something i didn't think about. Is the truth of being with someone long term is you actually do really need to be with somebody who has similar interests and likes doing what you do. And they're both absolute New Yorkers. They Mm -hmm. love being in the city of New York. They love galas. They love fashion shows. They love great restaurants. And that's the kind of thing where it's like. They also love being connected. They love like I know someone who works there who can get a sit like they love. All of the conveniences he sends of, money like, on
0: status. clothes in the same way yes. that she does. Yeah. Like, impeccable suits. Like, he gets it. And
1: those are, like, you see those cute New York couples who are, like, in their 60s, and they're still, like, in the Upper East Side, and yeah. they're still going to the museum openings. And it's, like, that's a real right. old dynamic.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: agreed. Um, okay, well, guys, this uh brings us we don't have a question of the episode this week because we don't have an episode. (laughs) So we are gonna skip right. The question is, is Alison Liby perfect? And the answer is Yes. Yeah, she is. Yes. Yes, okay, great. Um, that's been settled. Um, but then (laughs) glad uh, we got there. Yeah, okay. Really glad we yeah, I'm glad we cracked (laughs) that one. Um, okay, here we go. Our final segment is I'm horny for Sex in the City, is obviously a very horny show. So we end each episode by sharing what we are currently horny for. Rose, what are you horny for right now? Okay, I'm horny for a new podcast that I started listening to. It's um called. I just found it off Wondery, and oh, I'm it, gonna is called, it, it is called uh the Spy. Hang on. Sorry. This is like the most shagged me. Okay,
2: (laughs) so it's 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 just a reading of the script of the the spy who shagged me.
1: It's It's really
2: good. It's a
1: live acapella. No, my horny for this week (laughs) is a wondery podcast called The Spy Affair. And it is about Maria Butina, this hot redhead Russian that's now in jail Because they think she's a spy. She was the one who had cozied up to all these Republican senators and uh, Congress people and the NRA and brought them to Russia and kind of started bridging this like Russia GOP connection. And it's absolutely Mm. a riveting listen because she's the interviewer who I guess is a journalist has been like going to the prison and interviewing her. And you hear the, the woman, Maria Butina, the supposed spy who is alleging that she's not at all and she just actually wanted to like get better relationships between russia and the united states and she's like this young hot like fire red haired girl who's like sleeping with these like 60 year old senators and she's like no i really genuinely loved him and you're like okay
0: (laughs) okay but
1: the thing that's great to listen to is she sounds so genuine like her vibe is so pleasant and lovely and the way she tells her story that you're like wow this woman is good like. You like her and you're like, I totally see how it almost is like psychotic because it's like she is a spy, obviously, but she reads so genuine. So it's a really good wow. mystery. That's my horny form. OK, awesome. what about you, Jamie? OK, I just downloaded it. Oh, I'm horny for my fucking TV show. I can't believe I... it's coming out. Yeah. It comes out on Wednesday, April 7th. Ooh. This comes out on, the, on Tuesday, right? So it comes out tomorrow. Um, yeah. April 7th. The Wedding Coach on Netflix.
0: I woo, can't
1: woo, believe woo, woo. That it's Yay. here. It's crazy. Yeah. Can't wait to so. watch
0: it. Can't wait. Thank
1: you. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, Al, what are you what are you horny for?
0: Um, I I am getting my vaccine on Tuesday, <gasps> like today, like whenever this comes out. Um J and J, one and done. So I am oh horny my for God, that's so being alive again. Science! <laughs> yeah. I'm horny for science. Um Ugh, that's uh, a good horny. I for. feel like we were talking. Before we started recording that, like, I can't wait to just, like, go to Nordstrom and then, like, get my eyebrows done and, like, get a pedicure and, like, all those. I'm excited to, like, be out in the world in a real way. So I'm horny for that. Do you guys
1: want to hear something (laughs) gross or not gross? Yes. Okay. So I always do nails <laughs> removal when I get a pedicure, and it was like, of course, eleven pounds because it hasn't been like a year. They were like, yeah. "Oh my god!" It was like another foot a pile of shaving. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, my feet are like beaks right now. It's just like it's so hard
1: and so awful. Also, the listeners were very much involved. Uh, went on the back journey with me, so I'm also very horny for my dear beloved Allison's back yes. being on the other side of that. I'm god yes. that you're yes.
0: I'm glad that, uh, you know, 50% of the people on the air of this podcast right now are representing uh, hernia discs and laminectomies <laughs> and discectomies. So, you know, it's important to be seen. 30-something yeah. going on 100-and-something. Yes, truly made of glass. <laughs> no, now I'm made of titanium. So Made of glass. <laughs> made of glass. Just like, just absolutely disintegrating the under any The wind blows and we're
1: both drop dead. <laughs> dead. Oh my God. I'm so glad you guys are feeling better. Really. Yeah, yeah. At, at different times, I was very worried about both of you. So it's really nice <laughs> to be on the other side of that. Yeah, no, this well, is great. Well, this was the Jewish American princess of our dreams, Allison. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy Allison, I got to where, be here. Where, can, where do you want
0: people to find you? Where where, can they, where um, can they go? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Leiby. Um, And you can also follow my podcast and listen to it with, uh, it's me and the very funny Hallie Kiefer, someone a friend hilarious. of the pod, I'm so. yeah. Uh, and she ruins horror movies for me, so I don't have to see them because I'm too scared. That's a
1: great concept. <laughs> what is the
0: podcast called for for everybody? It's called it's called Ruined, uh, oh. and it, the Instagram and Twitter handles are uh, at ruined podcast it's so so
1: funny it's really really deranged. yeah it's great no it's it's such it's such a good idea and it's you guys are so funny together so yeah Yeah. it's great um okay well thank you for thank you for being here allison and thank you for having me oh my god you're a dream guest um (laughs) yeah okay well thank you listeners and we will see you next week bye bye Thanks for listening to Couldn't Help But Wonder. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CHBWpod. And follow my co-host Rose Cerno on Insta and Twitter at Rose Cerno. And please follow my co-host Jamie at Really Jamie Lee on Instagram and at The Jamie Lee on Twitter. And please rate, review, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app if you're nasty. It helps us. It helps you. It helps everyone. you nasty. Bye. Bye.
2: Forever. this has been a forever dog production executive produced by joe cilio alex ramsey and brett boehm for more original podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcast keep up with the latest forever dog news by following us on twitter and instagram at forever dog team and liking our page on facebook